While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch. Others rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. And it just so has that one of my friends adopted a Yorkie Terrier last week. His name is Hiccup, and he's as happy as can be with his new pet owner. And a few trivia points here for you. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animal shelters and rescue groups? Also, the unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. So if you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You don't know the power of the dark side. I have a tender spot in my heart. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. What about deck and breakfast? I have an army. We have a Hulk. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. This is a tasty burger. I'm telling him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics Podcast. And today we're going to be covering our best of the decade and best of 2019 list. My name is Christian, and I'm joined by Devin, as always, my co-host. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm doing amazing, man. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm very, very excited. And I'm also joined as well from the Cinemania World podcast. We have Hannah. How are you doing today? Hi. Hello. I'm good. (laughs) And I'm also joined by Alex as well from the Cinemania World podcast. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good. I'm tired (laughs) as hell. Uh, I I literally could not sleep, so I've been up since 7. I'm so sorry. Oh, Jesus. I know yeah. what you mean, man. I've been up since about yeah. 5 a.m. this morning. Took a little bit of a yeah. nap before we started this just to make sure. There we... you go. Yeah. I had to make sure, you know, to be bright and bushy-tailed for this. I'm like, all right, we got to get this done at, at some point. But, yeah, as I said before, uh, we're going to be doing our best of the decade slash best of 2019 podcast. And before we get into today's uh, shenanigans, you can listen to this uh, podcast on Google Play. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics, and Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. And uh, let's just dive right straight in, shall we? So um, I guess what to, to make this a little bit faster, we'll just have every we'll go we'll start with the top ten movies of the decade. We'll have everyone you know list their top ten. And then, you know, if, if there's any particular movie that they want to kind of stop and explain why that's on their list, they can do so. And then we'll kind of just go from there because, okay. yeah. Um, but actually, let's start with uh, let's start with Hannah, because ladies first, as always. Uh, so, Hannah, why don't you start off with your uh, top 10 movies of the decade? All right. So are we going, like, in a circle or are we, like, taking turns? Ooh, um... Which way would you guys want to do? Would you guys rather do just yeah. all I think at once? Like the anticipation of like you know going down yeah. the ten and down the nine, down the eight. Yeah, we can go one, one by one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Uh, 
So do I just go? Yeah, go ahead. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> All right. Well, my uh tenth of the decade is Creed. Uh, I don't think it'll be on anyone else's list uh, because it's very underappreciated uh even though it's kind of like a blockbuster movie uh yeah i love creed to like absolute pieces and i think it's the best rocky film uh and i watch it too much to say the least i watch it so much <laughs> I don't, it's I don't like ridiculous it. uh <laughs> ryan coogler the god yeah it's, it has a great watch uh rewatchability factor actually uh so i watched it a whole lot and yeah it's it's one of the best of the decade for sure, hundred percent. Like gets you pumped up every time you watch it. All right, Creed, World yeah, Creed Two be, be later on on your list. Oh. <laughs> you mean Creed Eleven? No. <laughs> I did like Creed Two though. Yeah. I, okay, I've never seen Creed One, but I have. Oh, <laughs> I saw Creed sense. Two. I saw. It makes sense. <laughs> I, I remember walking out of the theater for like Creed, and I was just like pretending to box. Yeah, like, that's how it makes you feel. Yeah. And it like gets you in your like feelings too. Like it part throughout the whole movie it just makes you feel things. It, like it, and it's weird to like say that about like a Rocky movie, even though like the first one you could say like it definitely like makes you feel like the emotions like that. But like this like just takes it to a whole nother level. And oh, I, it's yeah. definitely doing like Ryan Coogler. Like the screenplay for this film is amazing. Like oh, nobody yeah. gives it like enough credit and it makes me so upset. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I got you. Alright, uh, who wants to go next for their number ten? Uh top ten of the I'll go last for everything because I guess I guess I'll go next. Okay, yeah, buddy. Go, go ahead, Alex. So this is of the decade, right? Yeah, of the decade. Okay, so my ten, so what I did is I picked a movie from every year. Mm. Um yeah, so my Ooh, tenth, my tenth pick is from 2019. It was number one on my list for movies of the year for 2019. That is Toy Story 4. Uh, I know Ooh. a lot of people a lot of people are gonna say it's unnecessary, and that's how I felt going in. But then, I'll, let me say this: Toy Story made Toy Story three made me shed tears. Toy Story four made me ball. Oh my! <laughs> cry, <laughs> cry at the end. Because, like, the way I looked at it was just, like, those aren't just Andy or Bonnie's toys. Like, this is, like, the final journey of the toys that are also mine. So that's why, like, that's why Toy Story oh. 4 resonates. <laughs> yeah. why... we, we are the perfect piece of yeah. that, though. Like, that, it just that's... lines up perfectly with us. Yeah, like, that's why Toy Story 4, I think, resonated with me so much, as opposed to maybe some other people. So I just found it to be the most emotional of the Toy Story movies. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Devin, what about you? What's your uh, top of your 10 of 10, top 10 decade? Yeah, just go ahead. (laughs) Number 10. It's it's very much so a hidden gem. I don't even know if if you guys have seen it or not. I swear to God, you see uncut gems. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) It is a hidden gem, but not uncut gems. All right, go ahead. Is the nice guys? Ooh, nice. All right. My eleven. That's your eleven. Because I I felt so bad leaving it out. (laughs) I'm I'm changing my 2016 pick now. Wow. (laughs) It's it's so underappreciated. It is. It's just a classic comedy, and as soon as it came out. I just fell in love with it as soon as I watched it. Oh, me too. I was like, uh, it's one of the most original movies I've ever seen. 
I think it's Shane Black's uh, best. I think that it's the best uh, screenplay yeah, he's ever written. He hasn't, he hasn't done much yes. after that. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I the poor Predator movie. That, that was depressing. <laughs> that was very depressing. It was even more depressing because it was his follow-up to The Nice Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have yeah. you seen The Nice Guys, Christian? I Okay, yes, I have seen The Nice Guys, but it's okay, been Asian sure. since I've seen it. But yes, oh, I man, do remember I seeing that. So much. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are always funny. It's one oh, of those yeah. movies. I didn't. Like, I didn't know Ryan Gosling could be that funny. But right. <laughs> it's like Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street, where it's like oh, you can God, rewatch so them like all the time, and it's still funny every single yeah, time. It's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. I'm so oh, glad I there's never, an appreciation like, for it. I never like. I never like pictured like Ryan Gosling as like a guy who would like talk a lot, like because he talks a lot in that movie. Because it's like. I think the first thing I ever saw him in was Drive, and I was like, "This guy doesn't stand oh, much yeah. at all." So it's, like, so it's like going from Drive to like the nice guys. It's like, whoa! And I think he had like Gangster <laughs> Squad. I think he had like Gangster Squad mixed in in the middle yeah. there. So I was just like, "Man, this guy's actually like a damn." Every high pitched scream. Yep. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he puts his fist through that uh, like window thing, and like he's like, "Oh, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood." I cry. Every <laughs> Anytime someone says high pitch, I just automatically think of Lucas from Good Boys with his oh. super. Oh my gosh, it gets me every. Oh, I just rewatched so it yesterday. So God, it was hysterical. I was like, I don't even remember being able to hit those notes when I was a kid. I'm like, did we really all sound like that, screaming at the top of our lungs? But God, it's so funny. It's so cute, but it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but um so for mine um i kind of did what alex did i took one from uh each decade and um each once year each, each year decade. sorry it's wow been, movies of the it's, been, it's been a long day i've <laughs> <laughs> been watching so many films um so yeah one from each year so uh my number 10 is parasite uh from this year that's my number one um i didn't really know what to expect from this movie everyone just kept talking it up and the was, hype just kept building and it really did it did and i was just like all right i gotta go see this movie and i was like oh my gosh this is so well crafted i, I love the characters it's just it it hits home and now it, they're making an hbo show out of it yeah they are they not, they <laughs> announced like that Bob today involved though so yeah, yeah. As long as he's involved i have some trust and adam mckay is also really good yeah I, okay. I, I feel like i in my mind that's like a big like barrier between the two i cannot see them working <laughs> together it's just not making sense to me <laughs> yeah let's just cross our fingers everyone's having different uh opinions on uh or views on movies especially dr strange multiverse of madness because oh, we had that little bit of a debacle today but hey it is what it is you know it sucks oh, but I i got a confession uh i mentioned this on have you never seen dr strange no i'm just kidding no, I, yeah. <laughs> no I, uh, I mentioned this on the award show so hannah i don't know if it even came through if you guys heard me i haven't seen parasite yet I oh yeah, yeah oh that's right yeah i remember you said yeah. that a few days ago yeah, it, is, it is hard to get to <laughs> literally it's, it's not it's not, not digital only... no is no, it? not yet. Not sure. oh, okay, I got a screener for it, so I didn't know yeah. if it was. It comes out yeah. soon on physical, so like, I think, three weeks from now. Yeah, so, like, it's it's just not easy to get to at, like, a theater near me right now. And mm-hmm. then plus two, I don't, I don't do good with foreign language films. Like, I get bored easily. I, I, was, I was the films. same way going into it, but it, it's just, it changes things. It's so okay. good. 
Okay. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of anime growing up, like when I was in high school. So like, you know, when it came to a lot of those shows, you know, um, when it came to subtitles, it's something that I'm used to. It was just I was I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to follow along. But I'm like, I saw the farewell. I saw Shoplifters last year. <laughs> I should be fine. So yeah, I it, it's it's a great movie. But yeah, it is very hard to come by yeah. that and Honey Boy. Honestly, like both of those films, they're yeah. very very limited release, and that kind of bugs me because. I honestly, I personally feel like, you know, if Honey Boy got more of a wide release, we would have saw it at the Globes because it wasn't there, but that's fine. I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine. It's it's all right. Um, so everyone's <laughs> went through with their number 10 pick. I guess we'll circle back around to Hannah. What is your uh, number nine? All right. My number nine. I closed my letterbox. Mm. All right. <laughs> Messing right, up already. <laughs> my number nine pick is uh, Shane. I love this movie so much. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's boring. <laughs> what is it? But shame. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I, mean... <laughs> I don't even think I've heard of it. I, yeah. I, oh, I, I, I don't think I've heard of it either, to be completely Are honest. Are McQueen fans? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, shame. Uh, <laughs> well, it's got For those of you... <laughs> Got Fassbender in it, so I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like his and, first uh, release Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone that knows what I'm talking about, I guess uh, <laughs> this is a Steve McQueen film, and it's just one of the most heartbreaking, intense films I've ever seen. Uh, it's definitely a it's not a long film either, but it's definitely like a slow burn and it's definitely like, uh, I don't want to say dialogue driven because it's about a sex addict uh, and there's a lot of sex, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a quiet film, but it's also intense. It's a weird way to describe it, mm. okay. uh, mm. but you see this like relationship between Michael Fassbender and his sister and that's like an aspect of the film, but also you see Michael Fassbender like trying to like fight this addiction that he has and like it's just it's a roller coaster of like emotions and it just it hit me in a way i did not expect it to hit me at all because usually i don't want to sound like a prude but like in movies i don't like unnecessary sex like i a lot of the time it yeah, feels like we're like here. pausing to like just see like a porn you know and yeah. like i hate that and uh here it's one of the like and i usually when i know that i'm going in a movie and it's kind of like blue is like the warmest color like if i'm going in and i know there's a lot of sex i'm gonna be like oh i feel like we're gonna be pausing for like this like porn uh <laughs> but like with this it's very justified and it's very uh and it feels you you, you know why we're pausing for that and it doesn't feel like that so yeah, yeah uh it's one of the best acted movies i've ever seen ever too uh michael fassbender and carrie mulligan are fantastic uh together so and i it's my favorite michael fassbender performance this in hunger which is also a steve mcqueen film but yeah this, this movie's great you guys That's, should watch yeah, it <laughs> okay all right definitely have to check it out definitely have to check it out for sure yeah shane you know all right yeah, um i just put it on the list <laughs> <laughs> add it to the movies to watch list. if you want to see michael fassbender's dick this is the way to do it <laughs> all right Devin, there you go yeah, no. yeah. i've been waiting all these years it's like well you heard it here first folks <laughs> so. it's kind of disappointing but you know. <laughs> oh man <Shade>. um <laughs> i guess um uh, uh, Alex, go, go go ahead and uh, what's your uh, number nine? All right, it's from 2018. This is gonna be a hot take. Uh oh, 
Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes! Yes! Like, yes! The movie is yeah, so good! That, I, it's, it's, I, like, I, it's like I, Diet Tarantino. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I saw this like probably like a week before it came out, I remember. And I just remember like the reviews were very mixed, but it just engrossed me. Like it, it captured my attention right away. The fact that it kind of felt like a love letter to Tarantino without ripping him off, you know? Yeah. I think just it's more stuff. mature than yeah, a lot of Tarantino stuff. Definitely. And it was just and it was just seeing Chris Hemsworth as the villain was like <laughs> holy he shit. So like, Hems- he looked Hems- weird as hell. <laughs> Hemsworth's best performance and I love the third act of that movie. Oh yeah. It's Chef's Kiss times a thousand. Dr- Goddard Hive, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Also, Bill Pullman's son, Lewis Pullman, as the that- uh... He was really good. He was amazing. I remember when I first saw it, I had to do a double take. I was like, like Tom Holland with like a different haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland, but ginger. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, is that you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that was Bill Pullman's son, though. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. All right. Uh, Devin I'm so went, glad you picked uh, that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I actually am, too, because I, I bought that, like, I think the day it came out because I never got to see it in theaters. And I think it was, like, maybe 15 bucks at Best Buy at the time. I was like, that's a steal, absolutely. And I watched it. I was like, yeah, this is definitely, I, I, I fuck with it. So it's good stuff. I absolutely It's a really gorgeous it. film, too. The cinematography yeah. is amazing. And the it production really design, oh. Yeah, because. I just, I just. I love how like every character has like that uniqueness to them too, you know. Mm-hmm. That that's what really captured my attention, like right off the bat. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because even with Cynthia Ervos, and I was like, oh yeah, she was. Oh my god, she's so. Oh, she was great. Amazing. Yeah, she was. So I was like, oh, Her this is. And Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah, their relationship. So fantastic. Very amazing. Yeah. Very um, spicy, I guess you could say. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Devin, what about you? What's your number nine? Number nine, I'm going to keep flying under the radar a little bit. Oh, God. I think I talked to you a little bit about it a couple weeks ago, but my number nine is Boyhood. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You did talk to me about that. I got, I got the DVD a couple weeks ago. It was only a dollar. Yeah, was, I think it was during Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Devin, look at all these. Light. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw it during college. But it has a like, special place in my memory because I saw it with roommates. <laughs> Nostalgia. And it's just the concept of filming a movie every year for 12 years is just insane. Yeah, that's insane, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the craft of it is amazing. I've never it's seen it, but no. <laughs> see, it's it's, it's fun. It's one of those films where it's like, I want to see it, but it's like, it's two hours and 45 minutes. It is It is a long it's, movie. It's Ooh, I'll watch it. It's though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. As long as, yeah, as long as the movie's justified by, I'll definitely go yeah. for that runtime. Uh, not The Irishman, though, which is oh. kind of, I mean, <laughs> I, I will. Well, that's a bit of a difference. The Irishman is yeah. three hours. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I was going to go see it in theaters. I'm like, I can do it. I can sit in this, uh, in this theater for like three and a half hours and it came down to like an hour before and i was like no i can't do this so i was like i'm just gonna wait wait for it to go on netflix <laughs> i was to go see something else instead i can't remember but yeah all right yeah, shout out to richard Linklater. yeah richard. yes yeah absolutely all right um so my number nine is uh spider-man into the spider-verse Ooh. i mean Ooh. 
Honest, it's it's it is the best Spider-Man like movie out there. Later. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it is just I I loved it, and like I and, you know when it comes to Sony and Spider-Man, it's like all right, what are you really giving us? And then it it, it just it, I think everyone had such a low bar for this movie coming out. And I know a lot of people didn't really like it because of the animation style, but that's what I really liked about it to begin with. But, you know, it it really does introduce Miles Morales um, into the the film side of uh, Spider-Man instead of just having Peter Parker all the time. I mean, Miles has been around since like, I think it's like early, like 2010, 2011 is when he was created. So it's really nice that he's getting his, you know, time in the spotlight. But it's it just sends a great message. And I just I just love it all the same. It's just amazing. Amazing, amazing. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny. It's, you know, it really hits home. And it's what's what a Spider-Man movie should be. As much as I right. do love, yeah. you know, Tom Holland, it's just it really does hit a little bit um, farther home for me as well. But, no, no, I agree. Yeah, same here. It's definitely one of the better animated movies I've seen in the last few years. Yeah, I think it was created by the same um, duo. Yeah, who, Lord and Miller. Yeah, did um. Oh my gosh, was it Lego Movie Part One and Two? Was it, was it? Lego yeah. Movie? They Jump did Caught with a Chance Meatballs. Uh, twenty one, twenty two, Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, but they did not direct the movie. Uh, Phil Lord was a writer, and then Chris Miller was a producer. Mm. Uh. Which is, you know, they when you watch like the interviews of people talking about it and like uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller talking about it, you can definitely tell that they had more to do than you know a normal producer and writer right. uh, with the movie. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, they, they, you can say that they're the ones that's mostly attached to the film. <laughs> okay, yeah, and that's pretty like evident throughout the whole movie too. Just like with the writing, it's so like. Uh, Lord and Miller. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, you know, they're making a Spider-Verse 2. You know, they're not rushing it this time, which I, I really, really appreciate. In, this, in the second one, though. Yeah, I, that's, that, that's what I read. Phil isn't even a writer on it, and that makes me sad. I know. Hopefully, it'll be really good. Hopefully. We'll, we'll see. Sony's movies are sometimes hit or miss. It's, you know, we never know what, what you're really going to get with Columbia Pictures. Hopefully. Let's see what happens with Venom 2. We'll see how the Sweet Jesus. I didn't like the first one, so. <laughs> I did not either. Hopefully, Spider Verse 2 makes more money. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, wow. Um, so, I guess we'll circle back to uh, number eight. Uh, we'll just go in the same orders that we did before. Uh, Hannah, what is your number eight? All right. Uh, not as confident that you guys will have seen this one since you guys didn't see Shame. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, a movie, it's a movie that came out last year, though, and it's very un- underappreciated. My number eight is American Animals. Uh, oh, oh, I, I have I, seen I, it. I, actually. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my it's on my list. It's it's. I have never felt this kind of like anxiety in a movie theater before. Uh, I was like, even though like you like know what's gonna happen because like. Uh, me i heard about the case beforehand and i knew uh about these men but uh yeah i was like watching it and i was like my fingers were like inside of like my skin and my hand like i was freaking out in the movie theater uh i think it's one of the best directed and edited films of the decade uh mm-hmm. obviously it's like one of the best films of the decade in my opinion but i think that it'd be higher on my list if we were just talking about like direction and editing mm-hmm. uh editing uh 
more importantly uh there's uh so the movie is half narrative and half documentary and it never uh like feels like convoluted in that way and i think mm-hmm. that's amazing that uh bart layton able to pull this off because he's known for his documentaries uh he has mm-hmm. an amazing documentary called the imposter uh, that one's way, amazing so. too i've seen that it was on, yeah, on yeah. netflix right yeah it's fantastic yeah. uh so here uh they he plays with that uh with the half documentary half narrative thing uh like he has so much fun with it like they there'll be points in the movie where a character will be like yeah i think it happened uh at a party and you see like the half the conversation start at the party and then the next uh person who he's interviewing goes yeah i think it happened in the car and then it just moves to the car and like that happens throughout the whole film and they play with that a lot and like i just i love this movie so much and i wish more people would have seen it it's one of the better heist movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did we lose her? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is she there? I don't know. I hear beeping. Hello? Okay, there Hello. we go. Hello. Go. Hello. Oh, <laughs> when did I cut off? Like, maybe 30 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You were like, yeah, I really like this film. And <laughs> we're like, Hello? I said. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, all good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Watch the movie. Evan Peters is great. He should have gotten a best uh. leading actor nomination. Love Evan Peters. Right. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Yes, I I actually brought up uh, not too long ago with somebody uh, we we're talking about who should be the Joker to be opposite of Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. and I brought up Evan Peters in that conversation. I, I think he'd be that. fantastic, especially with his performance in this film. Oh, the chaotic energy just alone, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, yeah, all right. Watch, watch American Animals. American Animals. Okay. So fantastic because right. Fox coming to fit. No, I was joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Alex. What what is your uh, number eight? Uh, Logan. Oh, oh. oh. you yeah. slide dog. That's mine. Oh, oh. oh same number and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's my number eight. So cast out of the bag. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, this is. This is definitely like what I wanted from a Wolverine movie from the start. Yes. Uh, they should have been rated R from the start. Like I, I've seen people like recently say it's like gratuitously violent, but I'm like, what the hell do you nah. expect? Like, <laughs> just, like, violent until, like well, the last what? act, though. It, exactly. Like it's a more grounded X Men. It's part of the X Men film series. So I'm I'm saying X Men film, even though it's technically not an X Men film. It's just a Wolverine film. Right. But it, like, but like in the X Men series mm-hmm. itself, it's more grounded. It's more character driven. It's I love how brutal it gets at times too. Uh my my favorite action scene in the entire movie actually isn't the one at the end where he's running through the forest, he's taking out uh oh I for, I, I forget what those guys' names. Yeah. But yeah. It's actually the one where the Reavers go to go to get uh Laura at like uh their hideout there near like the railroad. Yeah. And then, and then like she just comes out, tosses the guy's severed head. And then all of a sudden, so like she, she just starts killing people. And Wolverine's like, holy shit. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he, he stabs somebody and the music just comes in. And I'm like, perfect. That's yeah. all I needed. Yeah, it, it, it is fantastic. Oh my God. Daphne Keene is so great. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. She really, yeah. really is. It's, yeah, it's, it's by far like my favorite of the X-Men 
series. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. There's there's been a few duds in there that there can just <laughs> get that can just go away. But you know, like, I mean, it's still X Men, so I still love it all so, the same. It, it, it's so weird when you compare the quality of like X Men, <laughs> X Men Origin, like the just like all three Wolverine movies. Just like, uh, how, like the quality. Uh, just I don't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny too because James Mangold directed the first Wolverine film. Did he yeah, really? yeah and he also directed Logan. So yeah, yeah. Well, they, they didn't have Benioff on there. <laughs> as much as much as I love Game of Thrones, I, I have to throw that shade, and I normally don't throw any shade towards Game of Thrones as much. But oh man, oh man, that's from Orson Wolverine. Wow. Yeah, James Mangold didn't touch that. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's like yeah. wow. A, um, something that I loved as a kid and as I got older I just didn't like it anymore. So Yeah. Um, Understandable. <laughs> like, what is this? That was, that was like me when I was little cuz I I remember like any like anytime there was like a movie that was released in its respective series and it was the newest one i'd be like that one's the best one i remember yeah i, I used remember, to be the same way i remember i was like uh i mean there were two harry potter films at the time but i was like <laughs> the chamber of secrets is so much better than the sorcerer Star. i actually do stand by that I, I, honestly I, I, <laughs> I, Wait, you think that Chamber of Secrets is better than Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, I I love I love I love the plot of Chamber of Secrets. I absolutely love it. I I think Sorcerer's Stone has it beat only because it's because of the world building and yeah, it's just it's just so magical. It really is. It it is definitely the happiest (laughs) of all Harry Potter movies. (laughs) My my only issue my only issue with Sorcerer's Stone I can't believe my hair right now but uh my only issue with that is that it's 10 minutes shorter than chamber of secrets yeah i feel like i feel like it's a little long it, it feels a little long yeah because what the books they're about the same length i think like a yeah. few pages apart but yeah i i, I understand where you're am, coming am from. i the only one that hated the chamber book uh, I liked it i reread it earlier this year it was, it, yeah it was that one and then i hated the order uh, you, you see, Order of the Phoenix? I don't know why the people book. hate that book so much. Uh, uh, there's just a lot. There's just a lot of like unnecessary. Like it felt like Crimes of Grindelwald before Crimes of Grindelwald existed. I did that for a book report too, and I regret there's, it ever since. The Order yeah, of the Phoenix, there's yes. Just, <laughs> there's just there's just so much unnecessary stuff that happens in that book. That's why I'm happy the movie streamed. Oh, okay, I got long. you. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair enough. Phoenix, like the shortest one. No movies too. Uh, no. Oh, the movies. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Was it that it's or is it that well, or Half Blood Prince? Death, Deathly Hallows Part Two, technically, but I don't really count that as one movie. I thought she was talking about really the book. Count, yeah, I really don't count Part <laughs> oh, Two. No. As, like, I really don't count Part Two as its own movie. Like that's the death. Both Deathly Hallows movies is just. One it's movie. just one movie. Yeah. To me, yeah, same here. Yeah, that's one three and a half hour movie. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I feel about all part one, part twos. But um, anyway, so we are at uh, Devin. What is your number eight? Yes, my number eight is Arrival. Ooh. Um, So Denis. Yes, I'm gonna try to pronounce it. Denis Villeneuve. 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 Yes. Yeah, I love this movie. It's one of those movies where, as you're seeing the the twist unfold, you're just picking your jaw up, up off the floor because it's just 
it's so well crafted and yeah, just... I, yeah it's not even I, framed like a twist either and yeah. i think that's no, mostly like part to like denis being just being like such a master yeah it's it's so crazy because i remember i didn't see this in theaters i i think i got it on i blind bought it on blu-ray <laughs> blind bought it yeah, like that term <laughs> I, I do that all the time um but i remember just like sitting there like after i watched it i was just like i have no idea what the fuck just happened but that was amazing i keep forgetting <laughs> that jeremy renner is in it but jeremy renner is in it and it might be his best role i was gonna say yeah. he's really good in it yeah. this in the Hurt locker really is like his best work yeah he's, he's been he's I doing agree. some weird stuff he's pretty good in the town but that was i don't know all right, oh. never mind. No. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> Sorry, Devin, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. Amy Adams is great, and oh, the visuals are also very. God bless Amy Adams. She and needs it's not that even Oscar. Deacons. It's right. not even Deacons working yeah. on it either, Some, which somehow. is surprising. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so I guess number seven is up on our list. And um, so let's circle back around. Hannah, what is your number seven uh, top of the movie decade thingy me <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number seven is probably gonna be like an odd pick because I don't think like anyone in the history of the world has this in their top ten. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so my pick is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh, I, keep, I, I keep meaning to watch it, but I haven't. Yeah. I've never heard of that movie another, a day in my life. Really? Another, no. Another, another one I blind bought that I haven't watched yet. Oh my gosh, so I'm the only one that has seen it. All right, well, I yeah. gotta really sell this to you guys. This is a car. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, elevator uh, pitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, he oh. directed The Favorite uh, oh. and The Lobster. Uh, and I think this is his best work, uh, even though a lot of people think it's his uh, weakest. But uh, he's definitely known for a certain style of his yeah. like, writing and his direction. And I don't think it always works. And I think in The Lobster, he's definitely finding his footing. Uh, and I think uh, Dogtooth also. Uh, there's moments in both of those films where it just kind of feels a little bit off and doesn't feel like it's like uh, all the way realized uh through the film uh but here i think that it's very fully realized and he kind of like left it alone with the favorite because the favorite is definitely his most uh accessible mm. um mm -hmm. uh but here it's he takes the tone of the lobster and dials it up to like a thousand and everything is kind of like monotone and muted but he plays it more for comedy but also it's uh very creepy it's i i would like to say that it's a horror film because it definitely feels like a horror film while you're watching it but it's also hilarious uh it's a dark comedy uh but still it's more horror than dark comedy but anyway i'm not gonna get in that but nice yeah uh so it's one of the weirdest films i've seen I, it, it, I i was gonna say i remember sorry to cut you off i no no, no I was, you're okay i was gonna say i i remember watching the lobster and i i felt the exact same way it's like this is one of the weirdest movies <laughs> i've ever seen <laughs> yes uh yeah so it's one of the weirdest films i've seen um but it, like it doesn't feel that way while you're, while you're watching it because it feels like the way he like plays this like the tone that he has and the way that he's writing these things it's all played very straight so it doesn't feel like that in the moment but after you like get, after you're done watching the film you're like oh my fucking god what did i just like experience <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and
and it's kind of and it's one of those films where it's like tension building throughout the whole film uh and once it hit that climax you're just sitting there like with your like jaw on the floor and you're just on the edge of your seat uh it has one of my favorite third acts of the decade uh it'd be higher up on this list if we were just talking about third acts uh colin farrell and barry keoghan are fantastic in this movie uh this is what kind of got me on the Barry Keoghan hype train. Uh, this American Animals, and now he's in Eternals. Uh, Future Eternal, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so yep. excited. This like this kid excites me so much just because like <laughs> the range of his work. Uh, and he's like Chef's Kiss, Dunkirk too. He was great in that, even though he wasn't in it for a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you guys like Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, you guys should definitely watch this movie. I think it's the best of his movies, and it will leave you thinking about it for. Years, <laughs> decades. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, I actually, the favorite is one of my favorites of last year, so I'll definitely have to check that out. It's I still have to check different. out Lobster Don't as well. Go into it thinking, oh uh, no, no, not at all. Favorite, right? <laughs> yeah. <different. laughs> oh yeah, I'll definitely have to check that that bad boy out. Um. All right, uh, Alex, what is your number seven? Yeah. Yep. Uh, from 2016, there are actually two movies that are, t- that are tied, and two that we've already talked about: uh, <laughs> The Nice Guys and Arrival. I can't yeah. decide between those Yay. two. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Right. Same page there. <laughs> yeah. Once, once you said The Nice Guys, I was like, "Oh shit, The Nice Guys!" <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Literally, that. us on the Cinemania <laughs> World page trying to figure out what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I honestly forgot what year that was. That was 2015 or 16, but it's 16. Yeah, I mean we've already we've already said our pieces about both of these movies. Arrival was just so like it messed me up. Like I was <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? You just didn't know a movie could could be like that. Like right, just... and then it, and it's just like the aliens are just like we I I I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm trying to remember. It's like <laughs> we've been here like all along or something. It's like, what like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then going, going back to what we—he's like trying to like think of it like while we're like podcasting. He's like, "Damn, that is really like- <laughs> <laughs> this is a big realization." It's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what if they're here?" <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and then the, the nice guys we already talked about too. But I mean, again, one of the most original movies I've seen probably within the last decade. Uh, I think I think this is right up there for Shane Black with Lethal Weapon, which is actually my favorite movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, um, yeah. I think I think that and Lethal Weapon are his two best, and the, I I just love the comedy and the nice guys. It's 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 hilarious. I love the story. I love the direction. I just I that movie it's it's so goddamn fun. All right, fair enough. Definitely, I'll have to check it out. No, I'm scared. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've, <laughs> I've I've seen Arrival. It's been a while though. Um, so Devin, what about you? What is your number seven? Oh, nice rhyme. All right, it's time. <laughs> oh, there you go. I didn't even realize. So my number seven is definitely my most basic bro pick of them all. Oh like, lord, it's a uh, Wolf of oh, Wall God. Street. Yes! Ooh, there you go. So, yes! There you go. So for me, like s- someone in their mid twenties, that's kind of like their introduction to Scorsese in a way, because yeah. obviously you weren't old enough for the, the classics that he had. Yeah, I guess Shutter Island, but Taxi Driver um, maybe Island was alright. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Wolf of Wall Street when it came out. It was really long, but 
it never see it. that was that was a movie when I watched it in theaters. It never felt like it was three hours. Never, yeah. never, never uh, does. It felt it felt more like two and a half, maybe two forty five, but two like feeling like saying that it feels like two forty five. I think it's pushing it. Yeah. It felt more. It feels more like two and a half. Yeah, it definitely got me on the give Leo an Oscar right now uh, bandwagon because yeah, the scene where he's crawling on the ground I can roll get better than that. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see so, yeah. I think it's Scorsese's uh, funniest film I think so absolutely yeah, and, and it gave us Margot Robbie it introduced her to the world yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah the she went all out yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely have to say that um, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street is definitely like a frat boy pick of any oh, yeah. but the, the thing is they see Jordan Belfort as a hero which is just the hilarious part like, yeah yeah he's, he's so, so cool so did you guys know that the original cut of that movie was in fact two uh it was like two hours and 45 minutes so they cut 15 minutes of footage but Jordan Belfort I guess this is the room I guess he told them he they had to put those extra 15 minutes in because he wanted everything that happened in the movie and if and if everything wasn't in there he didn't want it released fair enough that's fair enough. The, that's the rumor I guess right I guess the world will never know how many likes it takes to get it to the center of a tootsie yeah. pop. I don't know. Scorsese's <laughs> iffy was with his pacing too. Some movies it like it goes by really fast, even if they're long, and then other films yeah. like Silence, I've, it feels really yeah. long. Oh, uh, yeah. So even though, yeah, and this is one of his better paced films. This yeah. and the, yeah. this and The Departed. I agree. Yeah. Yes, no, no Departed is so good. No Quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> Unsung performance of Wolf of Wall Street was Jonah Hill. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The chest pound. Mm. So good, man. Mm. I absolutely love it. I think this is when people started taking uh, uh, Jonah Hill seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like he was in that co- comedic role, but at the same time, it's like, hey, you know, this is a this is a Scorsese film. You know, it's. It's it's supposed to be supposed to be amazing. It really was. It definitely and that actually was battling with my number seven. It was between that and Captain America: Civil War. Ooh. Yes, interesting. I love yeah. this movie so freaking much. I'm always side Iron Man. I always side with Iron Man every single time I watch it. I understand. I agree. It's just like everything. <laughs> oh well, you know, it's Captain America. Yeah, he's supposed to be. No, listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> Look at all the shit you did since oh. like the past, like Age of Ultron, and tell me if you don't need to be put in check. So it's Jeez. like, come on, Christian. Christian's pulling a Dwayne rant right now. <laughs> but it's just, I, I, I do love this yeah. movie, and the reason why, you know, it's it's the Russo brothers. I love the Winter Soldier, and they introduced two great, um, you know, heroes within MCU, and they did it so so perfectly i think it's you know you get spider-man and you get black panther two of the most popular superheroes in mcu obviously we all know about spider-man but you know there's more you know when it comes to black panther um i think marvel's doing a really good job when it, it comes to i wouldn't say black panther's not an unknown hero but those who aren't 
um, in the spotlight as much. You know, they're coming out of the Eternals, you know, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight as well. You know, they're coming out with those in Disney+. Plus. But I think Disney's doing, or Marvel, whatever you want to call them, uh, it's all the same shit. But um, I think they're just yeah. doing a really great job of, like, bringing these characters who aren't as popular. You know, we had, I never even heard of Guardians of the Galaxy before the movies came out, to be completely honest. And it's like, those are, like, bottom of the barrel yeah like heroes so it's like if they can rise to popularity i think you know obviously with the russo brothers they did a fantastic job and it's just it's it's the big divide it's it's the movie that changed everything within the mcu moving forward with infinity war and game and all that i actually okay two things i've always loved that line where uh hawkeye's just like I don't think we've been introduced. I'm Clint, and then and then <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's like, oh wow. I, I always go as far. I think Baron Zemo is very underrated as a villain. In I this. agree. I, I yeah, think me he's, too. He's, I can't wait for him in the series. Oh right yeah, so good. He, right behind. I'm Thanos. so excited to see him flush yeah. out. Yeah. Even yeah. more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um. So for MCU villains. Number one, Thanos. Two is actually Baron Zemo because, oh, like, wow. when when you watch this movie, like, even though Zemo's not in it that much, the way he manipulates everything in this movie, you're just like, holy shit, that's like, fucked up. like, yeah, his entire plan is just fucked up. And he's just a guy. He's literally yeah. just a guy. Yeah. It snowballs into so much more too. That's it's a quiet I- villain, and it's very effective. Yeah, yeah. And I think. And- that's a huge reason why I give Civil War the slight edge over Winter Soldier. Because I like I, I just look at like the last time I watched Civil War, I was just like, this is like some like messed up shit he's doing. Yeah. I was like, I, I like I'm like, I don't remember being like messed up at all. <laughs> yeah. So like, he I, did that? Did that happen? I, I think Daniel Brule, um, he adds a lot to oh, the he does. Um, he def- character too. He definitely does, yeah. He's so I sneaky. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sneaky little snake no. <laughs> we love that for Daniel Burrell. oh yeah <laughs> poor guy was then uh, Cloverfield Paradox R.I.P. Mm-hmm. oh man uh, R.I.P. it's all good <laughs> alright um, number six uh, Hannah what's yours all right, my number six is Arrival. Uh, so, oh my God! Uh, no, so, enough of this movie. No. Yeah, we've already talked about it. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. I love Arrival so much. Denise Villeneuve, oh, I love you, man. <laughs> if you're Dude. listening, Dune coming up. Dune, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm very excited for that movie, honestly. Yeah, I'm never read... most anticipated of next year. So. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I'm actually all really... the way until December. <laughs> I know it's gonna be forever. Yeah, I know, I know, it's gonna feel like an eternity. It really it is. It is gonna be an eternity. <laughs> so much oh. shit's gonna happen this year, and then we're just gonna have Dune to wrap it all up. <laughs> oh man, and Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa. Uh, uh, Timothy Shelley. Yeah, I was gonna say he's in Tim. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be Ferguson. Oh, oh my god, this is yeah, dead cast. Everybody. I don't know Man. what I'm gonna do with Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet in the same movie. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the sparks are gonna be flying. Oh no, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, um, um, Alex, Alex, what is your number six? 
from 2015, Star Wars Episode Seven. Yes, that's mine. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Force Awakens, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, the Force Awakens. I I actually don't think this is the best of the sequel trilogy. I I love the Last Jedi. I get so much flack for it. Um, but but the Force Awakens, like this reinvigorated Star Wars for me. Like mm. it actually made me like as somebody who grew up with the prequels. Honestly, like downright hated phantom menace and attack of the clones yes and as, as movies i do not like those movies but like this is the movie that gave me a deeper appreciation for them as star wars movies and that i could actually accept them as star wars movies uh i just love all the new characters in this movie i love the utilization of all the original characters Ray's in this yeah ray is the goat she, yeah she, yes. she definitely is she definitely is i'm with you on that um I love the utilization of all the original characters, like Han, Leia. I mean, Luke's twenty-second cameo. <laughs> you know, my see how much money you got paid for that cameo. It's like we need you to stand well, I, here. I, 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 remember he's like, I, I remember. I remember Mark Hamill did like an interview. He's like, "Yeah, they had me work out just to stand in front of the camera for like." 10 seconds <laughs> it's like hey those what are very important 10 yeah. seconds yeah, like, god uh, bless you mark like, i mean considering considering where the trilogy went now like looking back on it it's like definitely like this introduced us to the character of ray ray mm. is by far the best character in the new trilogy yes yeah. Yeah. Uh, next to Kyla. Well, I would hope so. She's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah. I'm really digging the yeah. BB-8 vibe. <laughs> He's like, the, but, more the unsung like, hero of the whole thing, really. But like, that's the whole thing with it. Like, it just brought back like that feel that felt absent to me from Star Wars. I agree. A while. Like, yeah. And it, it's just like all the new characters that were introduced were really good. They all had this mysticism yet like wittiness to them too. Like. All these unanswered questions that may or may not have gotten answered in the interview, but... <laughs> A good question for another time. God damn it, boss! But I mean, I mean, I, I, I understand where people say that it is similar to the Force Awakens. I don't understand the argument that it's or that Force Awakens, uh, A New Hope. But I don't understand the argument that people say it's a remake of A New Hope. You had here's the thing with The Force Awakens: you had to make it similar to the original trilogy mm. to win to win those fans that were lost when the prequels came out back. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's my whole thing. So it's like everybody hated the prequels, so it's like, oh well, they love the original. We got to make it similar to the trilogy to win those people back, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's all that similar to a new hope anyway. I, I really I, don't. It's, there's I like a few that. small things, I mean, but it's really I mean, not. The, the biggest the biggest thing is Starkiller Base. That's that's easily the weakest aspect of the movie for me. Is Starkiller Base because it's just basically the Death Star and then they they take yeah. it out the same way they take out the Death Star. Like all right, JJ, that's too much of the Death Star, <laughs> but but I mean it is what it is. Like I'm not going to like be like, "Oh, it's a new hope. Oh, my god, another Death Star." <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah it just reinvigorated star wars for me and i was so I like i at a time where i thought i was never gonna see another star wars movie on screen it lived up to the hype for me yeah i i would definitely agree with you there man i i loved it i it's it's the moment i fell in love with daisy redley like quite literally because i think she's absolutely gorgeous and i was like who is this woman and i was like oh this is like her first like 
feature film. I'm like, wow. And it's like, I remember uh, someone had posted a tweet that there was this like one picture of Daisy Ridley. It's just like a headshot. And they're like, they're like, you know, if you, um, if you were old enough to remember, this is the only picture of Daisy Ridley on the internet before, you know, her rise to fame. It's like, you're, you're one of the OGs. And I'm like, I've never seen that picture before, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I know she's definitely looking well, currently un unemployed, but I know she said in an interview that she wants to, you know, keep doing this for a living. I'm like, well, I hope so, because you were amazing. So I hope she yeah. definitely picks up some work here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. She had yeah. a movie with Tom Holland that just got Yeah, that's never yeah, getting released. It just, like, got <laughs> thrown away. Oh, so strange. Man. Oh, man. Rip. Wait, is, is that the one where Tom Holland's supposed to be the bank robber? Is it, no, well, that's, that's Cherry, his newest one, um, yeah. which it is getting released. It's yeah. the Russo okay. Brothers' uh, new film, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was shot in Cleveland. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fast Walking was what it was called. It kind of looked okay. like an Uncharted, like ripoff. Uh, well, I mean, so. he's also supposed to be an Uncharted, <laughs> yeah, but, but they just lost their six <laughs> fucking directors. So that Uncharted movie has never happened. It's no, I'm like just, just, just drop it. But then again, if New Mutants can come out, it's very true. Who wants to watch Mark Wahlberg as Sully? Like, hey man, look, I'm Sully. I'm a treasure hunter. Hey, hey, <laughs> you look, look at the gold over there. Go get that gold quick now. <laughs> they Too just... bad. I thought Tom Holland was a great choice for Nathan Drake. I uh, really yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Or him or Nathan Fillion would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it would have been great. Stephen yeah. Lang as Sully. <laughs> yes <laughs> love it but you know when it comes to video game movies they generally just don't really perform yeah. but hey i mean detective pikachu until did pretty sonic. well until i have a i have a soft spot for the prince of persia movie okay it's... oh yeah that's an interesting that's one. very interesting like, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I don't i don't think that movie is good but every time i watch it i have so much fun with it it's one of those movies that's more entertaining than it is like actual like actually like good with in like quality yeah that's how i feel about spider-man 3 honestly yeah. like <laughs> like do i it's not a good movie but hey i'll still watch it it's okay to watch like and like bad movies like it is what it is yeah. or well yeah. what is you know um, let's see, Dev Devin, what is your number six? Number six, Django Unchained. Ooh, yes. there we go. <laughs> nice. I'm not, sure if this, I'm not sure if this is a hot take, but I think this is my favorite Tarantino movie. Ooh. It's my second no, it's, favorite. It's my second? Favorite. Okay. Yeah, okay, there we go. So it's not, not too hot. I yeah. think, oh man, uh, Kill Bill 1 was so fucking good. It's tough. I was never, I was never a fan of the Kill, Kill Bill movies. Really? Yeah, I always thought that like the second one I love, but like the first one I it was I think I saw it at too young of an age where it was just like too over the top for me. Yeah, my mom uh, showed it to me when I was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my mom introduced oh. me to a lot of movies when I was younger. Yeah, me too. Like, and I, I'm saying it was too over. I probably saw it when I was nine. I mean, I'm saying I'm saying it was too over the top then, but yet I still saved impressed when i was five so. <laughs> like, i went from lion king to kill bell so no <laughs> it's like oh my god this, this person's eye is missing out of their socket what's going on it's like oh i guess this is what live action you know like real people movies look like like <laughs> <laughs> oh. ruined your childhood <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh he is silent but these, yeah. So yeah, Dev, did you want to touch on that anymore? Or? Uh, I, I'll add something, actually. All right. Um, the reason I love Django the most out of Tarantino's movies 
is because it's the one that's actually like straightforward. Because I feel like sometimes when Tarantino breaks up his movies into chapters, it, the movie tends to feel a longer. So like this one, like Hateful Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, but I oh, love don't, that don't movie. Not shit talk Hateful Eight. I love Hateful Eight so <laughs> much. It's so good. <laughs> I do too, but like there's like the middle section of that movie just feels a bit long to me. Whereas like Django, like you're you're here, you're here, you're here. It's it's a it's like yeah. a close awake. It's like you have a very brisk, uh, yeah. brisk pace. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. that's what I love. And Leonardo DiCaprio is Calvin Candy. I I think he should have won the Oscar for yeah. this instead of The Revenant. He, he I agree. I agree. He should. Well, it wouldn't won. have it wouldn't have been the same category though. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, very true. That's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I love me some Leo. I'll watch it. Christoph, Christoph Waltz as well. He oh yeah, killed, killed it. This one. I love how I love how it's Christoph Waltz playing a good guy, not a bad guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Leo like, playing oh, a bad guy. You can't really. You yeah. Can't, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, like, Jenny Fox kills it too. It's funny. Yeah, I, this is I, the I, long I, list of movies that Will Smith turned down for some reason that could have been good. Right. It, Never it, would have understood it, that. It, <laughs> instead, we got Gemini Man. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. I want to oh, see it so bad, actually. I, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> I almost fell asleep. Oh no! Oh, that's right. David did text me. <laughs> he was like, "I almost know something a few times." I'm like, "Oof! Oh no!" That was me watching The Grudge the other day. Oh, yeah. oh no! You're you tweeting the entire time. She was on her phone the entire time. I was on my phone. The I was in the theater by myself. <laughs> she was like live tweeting the entire movie. That movie. Oh my! Poor John Show. I feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, he, everybody in that movie just deserves better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So Devin, that was your six, right? Correct. All right. So I guess um. Uh. God, Hannah. Uh. Number five. Hi. <laughs> uh. My number five is Whiplash. Uh. Yeah. I, mm. Yes. Oh my god. This movie is just perfect. Uh. Like five through one for me are perfect films. Like. Chess kiss so much. All right. Uh, so I'm not a huge <laughs> Damien Chazelle fan. Um, I know a lot of people are like, ooh, Gaga for like La La Land. I'm not. I don't really like La La Land. Mm. Uh, but Whiplash, I think it's his first movie, right? Or That's no, it might great. be his second. Uh, I think it is his first, actually. All right. Well, if this is his direct, uh, directorial debut, wow. Uh, J.K. Simmons gives one of my favorite performances of oh, all time. Yeah. Uh, he is so fantastic in this movie, and I'm so glad that he got the recognition he deserved for it. The movie, uh, overall, didn't get the recognition it deserves uh, with like come like awards and stuff. But yeah, uh, the writing here is fantastic too. Uh, the way that uh, J.K. Simmons and uh, what's his name, Miles Teller, Miles Teller, Miles Teller, the way they play off each other in the throughout the whole film is like it. It makes the film really. They're like their um their dialogue back and forth with each other is just chest kiss. And I like <laughs> I don't know why, but watching this for the first time, I had such like a visceral reaction to it. Like I was like, my sister was sitting like uh in my room with me, and I was watching on my laptop, and I was like having like a full on like mental breakdown while watching this movie. Oh my uh, god! Like, I, just, <laughs> I could not control myself. Like I was just like I was having an anxiety attack. I was crying. Like during the point in the film where he's like in the car on his way to go to the 
um the concert i was like that's when i was like oh my god i had to take a minute break i had to take a minute break i can't do this uh but yeah i like i rewatched it quite a bit since then and i don't have that anymore but yeah. like <laughs> my first watch this movie i will never forget it uh and it has one of the best i think it's it's my favorite ending of the decade oh for yeah me. uh so great ending yeah yeah uh the, thing, the, the editing thing is, is great too like, yeah the topic itself doesn't seem that interesting but he makes it like yeah. so intense and I so know, crazy right? the whole time like not, jazz drummer not my okay. <laughs> dude when i whenever i like try to be like hey let's watch this movie and like my friends are like what's it about and i'm like it's about like i guess i always bring this movie up to them but none of them ever want to watch it I'm like yeah it's about like jazz drumming and they're like what and i'm like yeah <laughs> like, no. you heard me <laughs> that's right that's did true. i stutter <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna like it <laughs> All right, all right. Um, Alex, well, what about you? What's your number five? Uh, 2014. Uh, this is the movie that was the Joker movie before Joker came out in that Nightcrawler. Ooh, uh, baby. Yeah. Ooh. This, this movie was Classic like, Gyllenhaal. Dude, yes. J- Jake Gyllenhaal's <laughs> best performance by far. I'm pretty sure, like, he disappeared in this movie. Like, it was, was actually scary. Like, Yeah, it was... This is, like, the definition of, like, somebody who just goes out of their way to get what they want and to just do anything they want to like it, that's how crazy and like how like psychotic uh lou bloom the character he plays is in this movie like i i remember just sitting there i was just like is this even like legal like what he's doing <laughs> like can he do that <laughs> yeah like, but like it, the way like jake gyllenhaal acts in movie is is so like it's so unique because like he doesn't really like he doesn't really like talk like fully like out of his mouth. Like you see him in a lot of scenes, just like talking out of the side of his mouth. I've always loved that scene where he's like, "You want to win the lottery? You got to make the money to buy a ticket." That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, and like it, there's just something about Jake Gyllenhaal when you look at him in this movie. It's just like, oh my god, like Jake oh Gyllenhaal. This seems like he'd be crazy. Like he, <laughs> like he, dude, like he look he like every time I watch an interview of him, I'm like dude, I cannot see like him pass like the Nightcrawler character anymore because he's like that chaotic in like yeah. interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's, I think I, Jake Gyllenhaal is actually crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it's so weird. Especially that dance number he just did. He, yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Yo, bro, <laughs> you okay?" <laughs> John Mulaney, yeah, so less than Jake Gyllenhaal. Somebody, somebody, somebody was like Jake Gyllenhaal at the beginning of the decade, where it's like he was the Persia, and now it's like in 2019, it's like he's starring in a creepy like Netflix like children's musical where he's yeah. playing like, some creepy xylophone. <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, you, what, what happened to Velvet Buzzsaw? Oh man. Uh, we don't talk about same it. director as Nightcrawler, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Renee Russo, like what so much potential. poor movie. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. I feel bad for the movie because like everyone was so excited for it and like we we're all like, yeah, we're like we're gonna go back with like Nightcrawler, you know, it's gonna be that creepy kind of, you know, the trailer was good too. And then like you watch it and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I remember being super watching that movie. Oh, <laughs> I was I, so I, bored. And to yeah. be Diggs too, I was like, oh. They wasted man. him. I know. Makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me really sad. It was the first movie I watched of 2019. I was just like so sad. Bummer. I was like, oh. oh. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great way to start out the year. <laughs> yeah, right? It's all right. I think my first movie I watched, 2019, what was it, Devin, we recorded? Uh, Lego movie. Was it Lego movie or was it early Glass? Season, I think. Yeah, maybe Glass. Oh. Yeah, Glass is our first oh. that we reviewed of the year of 2019. I was like, Mm. Don't, don't <laughs> 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 all right um so hannah just went right yeah no yeah uh yeah yeah it was yeah hannah and then me yeah okay yeah, so yeah. okay so so you went alex right so yeah Devin, go ahead my number five we've already mentioned it spider-verse hey yes the ultimate spider-man movie it doesn't it get is, better than it's, that it's, it's the best spider-man movie but it really is love it but the soundtrack is just full of bangers. Oh, it really is. I listen to it all the time on Spotify, too. Just yeah. some of the coolest looking scenes ever made. It's just perfect. Nicholas Cage's best performance in like <laughs> 20 years. Yeah. He's really falling off. Like a word. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was in uh, the Teen Titans Go movie played as Superman. So he technically did play Superman finally. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> A little too late. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the scene that he was in was really funny, but it's all right. <laughs> we brought roof on his Sorry, <laughs> that was like one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I guess my number five is actually Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, no. yes, absolutely love underrated. it. So underrated. I, I took uh, War for the Planet of the Apes out of my top 10 of the decade. Uh, but yeah, it's right outside my top 10 of the decade. I love these movies so they're, much. They're just Sorry. so amazing. No, you're fine. They're just, All three are great. Yeah. Really underrated excited. trilogy ever. It is, it is the perfect trilogy. And I'm like, why aren't more people talking about this? No one's it's really good. It. Like, James Franco, hello. Like, <laughs> Matt Reeves, guys. Matt yeah. Reeves, Batman. Matt Reeves, Batman. That cast watch, is so watch, stacked. Watch the Planet of the Apes and then get excited for Batman. Dude, yeah. Like the, the thing I love about this Planet of the Apes trilogy, though, is like it's kind of like the Dark Knight Rises. It's kind of like the Dark Knight trilogy for me as well, where it's like you could say any of the three are the best in the trilogy, and I won't argue with you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. It's hard. It's it's damn. It's it's. I'm I'm excited for you know for his uh, Matt Reed for his Batman 2021. So I'm just that that, that cast is so stacked. But yeah, we, um, got, we, we got a Hufflepuff as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a fucking Hufflepuff as Batman. Yeah, Edward Edward is Batman. Go watch Good Times. <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, it's yeah. Donald Planet of the Apes is just an amazing movie. I, I can go on and on about it all day, but I'll just oh. cut that short there. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll move on to our number four. So we're getting close to the top here, but uh, uh, Hannah, wow, uh, what is your number? <laughs> <laughs> what is your number four of the decade? Well, my number four is another Denis Villeneuve uh, film, and it's Prisoners. Yes. This movie so I've heard of it, but I've not seen it yet. But it's all right. <laughs> oh my god, you need to see it. What? There's a lot of the movie. I, I've been it silent is. for some of these. Like, oh my god, this movie's so good. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Nightcrawler story. either, but like I've seen what? bits and parts of. I know, I know, oh I know. You're not, you're not a real Jalen Hall fan. I know. I never said I was. No. <laughs> I've only seen a handful of movies. It's okay. <laughs> 
Wait, I was nervous. Oh my god, Nightcrawler. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So if you hear me being silent, it's like, yeah, he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> I, I, I'm out. I'm leaving. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, sorry, um, Hannah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, this, I just, I will never be able to like put in like to words like how much I love this film, why I love it so much because it's a, it's a dour movie. It's one of those movies where it's like after you watch, you do not feel good. Like you, you're you're depressed after you watch the movie. It's yeah. very dour and it's very sad. But I watch it so much. Um, I don't know why, but it's just it's one of those. It's a thriller that like you're gonna want to watch over and over again. It's like Zodiac for me in a way where it's like yeah. it's dour and it's like you know. It brings you down a little bit when you're watching it, but you can't stop watching it. It's, uh, it's so well, well written, too. Yes. I, chest kiss. Oh yeah. So good. I was uh, like, did we lose Jake, Hannah again? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and Hugh Jackman are fantastic in this movie. Uh, Hugh Jackman not getting nominated for this is... Highway Just robbery. Highway robbery. One of the biggest snubs of the decade, hands down. Uh, this is my second favorite uh, Jake Gyllenhaal performance. I go back and forth yeah. with him in uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, and yeah. this his, his little mannerisms and twitches throughout the movie were just, it's just so perfect. Yes. I it's love, a very I, quiet performance. It's one of, I yeah. think this is like most uh, restrained De- performance. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm with you guys on that. I also love how like, the movie, I feel like, I feel like his character name tries to trick you as well because his name is Detective Loki, and so mm-hmm. it's like Loki's like the trickster. So it's like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's actually like, maybe he's actually like this insane cop or something. But that's not the case. I'm not going to spoil it for you. No, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have he's to like, <laughs> I, I almost went there, but then I was like, oh shit. Oh, it's like, there's, yeah. there's a part of this film that um it comes back to it like every now and then with Hugh Jackman, uh Paul Dano and yeah. uh and what's his name? Uh Terrence he was Howard. the first yeah, Terrence Howard. Uh they keep going back to this part in the movie throughout the whole film and it just makes your like heart sink into your ass every single time it goes back <laughs> to that scene and yeah. Hugh Jackman is fantastic. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, I will I'll never get over the Academy not like uh real like giving him the the what, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? The recognition he deserves. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, this movie's best best uh, Denis film in my opinion, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Unless like Dune like knocks my socks off, but like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and, and I think it's Deacon's best work, by the way, too. Ooh. This film is gorgeous, like drawn and gorgeous. Uh, I know a lot of people like to um, praise uh, 2049. Well deserved, by the way. I'm not saying that 2049 is ugly. No, uh, that film is amazing. Uh, but like here, oh my god, so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, uh, the, uh, Alex, what is your number? Four, four, yeah, four. It's the same as it's the same as Hannah's prisoners. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow! There we go. Yeah. Denise, yeah. hi. Where are you? The <laughs> <laughs> prisoner squad rise up. <laughs> yeah, like like I said, it's so well written. It's one of the best kidnapping films probably like ever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, like. It, like, Are you saying said, Kidnap with Halle Berry isn't the best kidnapping movie oh you've ever seen? God. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> take it. Uh, yeah, take it. Oh my god. <laughs> the Liam Neeson slander. 
I yeah. love that movie so much. <laughs> well, in a particular set of skills. <laughs> I will find you. But, uh, but yeah, no, like Hannah said, like this movie just creates that dour, like like cold, icky type of feeling. I I love Hall's like twitches and his mannerisms in this. Mm. Um, the cinematography is so uh, is very great. It captures it captures that feeling of dreariness and like dep- that depressive state like so well. Um, from the first moment too. From the from the very first moment, and this is like, even when it like because it takes place during like Thanksgiving and like you see like these characters. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thanksgiving <laughs> movie. Actually, we have one. <laughs> you see the characters like you know like uh, being happy and like terrence howard's like playing like the trumpet or something like that like even then like the cinematography yeah. and just like the tone of it just feels dour still yeah and like it continues that throughout the whole film and it's just it's so great it's crazy too because it's like i think like right away too like this is a this is a movie that also has like it has a musical score but it's got like a very like drawn out like musical score like yeah very, like low-key musical score as well like i feel like for the first like for the opening like 10 minutes i don't even think from what i remember i don't even think there is like a single note of music in the movie um yeah, I other, don't... Uh, other than when he plays the trumpet i think i think that's it but like yeah it's just it's so well written for a kidnapping movie like this it's two and a half hours i don't mind it being two and a half hours it's it's so good it doesn't it's, feel that at all no it's because it, it keeps going and all the twists in the road that the movie throws at you work perfectly all yeah. right chef's kiss yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's kiss. the only way i know how to like describe it <laughs> a million a million of those yes all right okay christian watch it yeah. Okay. Yes. We will make and, you watch it. I'll I'll, I'll have to find it somewhere either or, or I, I my will, local I Blu-ray. Will, I will fly down there, tie you to a chair, and make. You <laughs> <laughs> will be a prisoner watching prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! I think it. I do a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god. No, I'll I'll definitely check it out. It's. I mean, like I I have a like I'm still catching up with the backlog of stuff that I bought during. Um, Black Friday to watch because they keep buying new stuff. I watched Joker the other day, got that. Watched Good Boys, and you got a few more to get through there, and a few more of it. It's, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, uh, Devin, Devin, what is your four? Four, yeah. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. What? End game. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Give me all the fan service. I need it all. <laughs> The, the thing is, though, you can't do fan service better than that. I'm confident. No, you can't. You yeah, can't I, agree. I agree. I agree. I'm sad no one's actually uh, mentioned Infinity War. I, I feel like it's getting left in the shadows. But that's I, all right. I, it's like, it's in dream. my top 30 of the decade of Infinity Ooh, War. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. But yeah, emotions, we, we had during Endgame, Christian. We saw it together. The yeah, we, yeah, we that's, yeah, yeah. You flew, you, know, you drove you down. Flew. Yeah, I will never have those emotions <laughs> during a movie again. I'm pretty sure. It yeah, just, we we saw it in the Dolby Theater our first viewing. Then we saw it again in IMAX the next day, and we were. Just, oh, I was just so pumped. It was it was both crowds that we saw that movie with were just. It, it was unreal. It, it was just yeah. probably one of the best experiences I've ever had watching Definitely a movie. Definitely the like, best ever. movie theater experience I've ever had. Oh, far. yeah, absolutely. Me it was too. wow. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, the second time I saw it was awesome. The first time, no, because it was like 
It was I, I we saw it. Me and Dwayne <laughs> saw it like at like twelve thirty, which was yeah. fine. But it was on the dinkiest, smallest screen. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so it was like when that portal scene came on. It was like we were all the way in the back. You could barely see anything. So I was like, God, is, <laughs> "Is that Spider Man?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I think Wait. that was Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Like final battle happens. I'm like, "Wait, are they all back?" <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, going no. on? <laughs> oh no! That's so bad. You just here like sam be like on your left and like i can't see <laughs> on your what <laughs> who's he talking to <laughs> you're just like two old guys like sitting in the back what <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah that, that, that that's a great pick Devin. i i absolutely love yeah that is a good one Oh man it it, it, it was truly it, i i love it. i wish there's so many times where i can just you know, forget about a movie and just yeah, watch it again for the first like, time. I need yeah. to have a fresh mind and and have an yeah. experience again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the only yeah. downfall about watching your favorite movie is that you you'll only be able to experience it for the first time once ever, yeah. and that's it. But exactly, yeah, that has uh, that has since become my favorite movie in the MCU. Yeah, it it is Ooh. fantastic. Um, so I guess I hope for my number four is actually Django Unchained. Um, oh, yeah, really? love. Nice. I I love it. It's just I, I love Quentin Tarantino. My mom introduced me to him when I was you know eight nine years it's old. Interesting decision, <laughs> but I guess it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know we already touched on this movie, but yeah, that that is my number four, Jingo. Fancy pants. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, want to don't ask me and my nothing <laughs> he's like i can't see what's the point the point is to be nice to see it's like oh my gosh i, I love it <laughs> what are you talking about what are you talking about steven he know that <laughs> it's great oh my gosh but yes so let's go to number three we're in the top three now uh hannah what uh what's your number three of the decade First, I want to say I feel bad because I'm the only one with, uh, without a comic book movie in my list. <laughs> I think everyone has had one so far, and I don't have any. Well, uh, yours is a film list. Ours is a movie yeah, list. Like, yeah. <laughs> She's uh, like, oh, you like mm, Marvel movies. Don't use the parts of your list. <laughs> oh, Marty. Uh, so, <laughs> my number three is, I don't think... I don't know. Maybe you guys have seen this movie because you guys have been letting me down. Uh, <laughs> uh, Short Term 12. I was just about to say that. And I saw yeah. it earlier this year. I saw it and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I love it's it. It's one of the most human <laughs> films I've ever seen, like ever. Like when you watch, when you're watching it, it does not feel like a movie. And those are my favorite types of movies are when you're watching a movie and it says it doesn't feel like you're watching a movie. It just kind of feels like you're a fly on the wall, mm. like experiencing. Mm. Uh, the film and Brie Larson oh my god she's oh. just so fantastic in this movie uh, it's, it's a very like quiet performance and it's very reserved performance but it's just it's so fantastic and it just this movie will break your heart while, melt, uh, while melting it at the same time it's just there's a certain point in this movie where um it's just it's just a shot of like uh birthday cards on a bed and I had such like a visceral like experience that i just remember like seeing that and being perfectly fine and that shot and me starting to ball like i just could <laughs> not like oh my god that scene is like engraved in my head forever uh 
Yeah, I don't know how else to explain this movie other than it's so just I, a really, I haven't like, seen personal. this movie, but I looked, oh, up, I looked it up, and this cast is insane. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's yeah. crazy, man. Caitlin Dever. Um, and the, uh, the, uh, director is doing, the director's doing Shang-Chi. He is, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really personal film, and it's it's one of those films where it's like I look at it and it just feels like the perfect like well-rounded film. Like it just feels like there's like a nice little bow on top of it. Uh, yeah, I love this movie so much. I agree. I, yeah, I've I wish I had the digital version for you, Devin, so you could watch it on our video account. But it's on uh, Netflix. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I bought the Blu-ray for nothing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was on Netflix. I got it for like eight bucks on Amazon. So I was like, yeah, let's, you know, I kept hearing about it. I was like, I really just need to check this out. But yeah, de- definitely a great, great watch there. Uh, Tyler, I mean, Alex, wow. I'm looking at Tyler's <laughs> message on <laughs> Facebook. Alex, what is your number three of the All decade? Right. Wait, what? Uh, Wait, are we doing number three? No, Wait, actually... no. What are we talking about Tyler for? No, I, I, I looked up on my screen and Tyler sent a message in the uh, Cinemania Squad talking about Larry. Oh. So I was addressing Alex, but I saw Tyler, so I said Tyler instead. I'm and actually... <laughs> I was like, I'm actually, oh. I'm actually gonna go through my three, two, and one because I'm okay. getting tired. I gotta go to bed. No, you're fine, uh, man. Um, so my number three is actually a three-way tie. Uh, all, all these are from 2012. Django, Dark Knight Rises, and Skyfall. Nice. Uh, um, number two, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. That's my number two! Hey! And then, <laughs> uh, and then uh, my number one is a tie between Toy Story 3 or The Town. Ooh, good one. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, thank you for coming on there, Alex. Uh, I know it's been kind of a little late here on Thursday night, but yeah, yeah, it's all right. But th- seriously, thank you for coming on. Let everyone know where they can find you on the internet really quick and what's coming up on your channel. All right, uh, you can find me at alexmaddenmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my uh, social media links are there. Uh, I will be doing my review of like a boss, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh so wow, he sounded so happy. <laughs> like a boss. I, I, I chose to see that under some stupid reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, I'm also um, going to be uh, putting out a couple of thank you videos, uh, like blu-ray collections maybe a q a because i just recently hit 1000 subscribers yeah i was gonna say you did yeah. on youtube yeah. so that's congratulations yeah. i told you that earlier but so <laughs> thank you thank you um and then i'm just continuing my series of james bond reviews leading up to uh that's right that's right i'll definitely have to check those out but yeah. all right buddy yeah thank you for coming on again man everyone make sure to follow alex on uh twitter and um all their other social media junk um but yeah man thanks for coming on and uh sleep well all right, long. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right all right see you buddy yeah. we'll see you uh david did you just want to go with your number three all right <laughs> is get out Ooh. Oh, wow. All right, all right. Get out when I first saw it. Another one of those movies that I saw in college. We actually had a free screening. Ooh, it nice. Was a couple, it was a couple weeks early, and no one knew anything about this movie because <laughs> it was very strange concepts and very strange just everything. Because Jordan Peele, obviously from Key and Peele, you don't expect anything scary from him. And when he drops this horror movie, 
and you're just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I'd say it's probably the second best movie theater experience, only to Endgame for me, just because the cheering at the end, the clapping, the rowdiness, all of it. I just loved all of it. It's a perfect like thriller, political commentary, everything. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I I remember seeing it. Um, my gosh, <laughs> after I was uh, after the movie was over, this one like older white guy came up to me. He was like, you "Better watch out for them white women, son." No. I was like, "What?" <laughs> you see, I mean, for a mama dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, he was he was messing around. You could totally tell. I I think. But no. <laughs> it's like ah, whatever. I don't know. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, man, that, that that's a great pick. I absolutely love that movie. Um, I gotta rewatch that here sometime soon. It's, it's been a while. And you just said Daniel Coulier as well. So oh yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched it all the way through. Really? I've, I've only seen it in segments. I think I've seen the full movie like in segments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, in I think that's how I am with Godfather Part One. To be completely honest, I haven't like fully sat down and watched all of it myself. Not because I don't like, not because I didn't like what I saw. Right, but like uh, I decided to have him. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, yeah, life happens. Yeah, shit yeah. happens. So it is what it is. Uh, so Hannah, what's your number three? Uh, I already did my number three. Did you already do your number three? Oh, that's right, short term twelve. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. my number three, <laughs> sorry, uh, is <laughs> Avengers twenty twelve. The the OG. Wow. Yeah. Devin and I went to go see this. Um, I think we we're in high high school. Yeah, there's a few of us who went to go see that one. Yeah. Oh my god, that was. My <laughs> <laughs> friend had Wendy's in his. Yeah, we went to get Wendy's beforehand, and he wanted to. Uh, our buddy Dakota wanted to sneak, uh, you know, f- uh, food into the movie. So he took like two Wendy's, like chicken wraps, and he like put them inside. Like he like shoved them up his like jeans. Just liquid were oozing out. It was bad. He comes up to me. He's like. Movie theater worker, I'm gonna tell you right now, we don't care. Oh, <laughs> we literally yes. do not. Care. We were we, we were sneaking in movies, like sneaking in snacks hard, and there was like a Dollar General right next to the movie theater too. But like there was a Wendy's right across the street, so it's like I mean I'd rather have Wendy's sneaking in whatever. But yeah, it was it was bad. He's like Christian, my leg is oozy. I'm like, what <laughs> hell are you talking about, man? Like you want to oh, clean no. that up <laughs> before someone notices? There's this weird like started yet? You're already oozing. Yeah, seriously. If you do bring like extra snacks to a movie theater, though, do not leave them in the theater. I fucking hate that. We gotta clean up these Slim Jims. In there one time. Wait, what? Sonic wrappers? There's like Subway wrappers. Oh, Subway. Wow, Subway. Oh my gosh, that's a new one. And I found like a full like empty bottle of like Jack Daniels after uh, (laughs) Rambo. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'll probably have to drink to get through that movie too. Ad Astra. <laughs> okay, I mean that, that, that's more of a you know laid back. Eat, eat your dinner, get, get your nice little steak or whiskey, sit down, watch some some dad Brad Astra. Yeah, there for you. Um, oh man, that movie's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but it's like okay, like yeah, it, it was it was it it's, it went on way too long. Like it looks great. I loves Brad Pitt in it, and that was about it. I'm like, so we went all the way out there for nothing, but it's fine. Sorry it's fine. I know he loves that movie. But. It's all right. Yeah, one of my friends, Jacob from Music City Drive, and he like absolutely loves that movie. And I'm just like, why? 
<laughs> He's like, it's a masterpiece. I'm like, how? <laughs> but um, so Hannah, what is your number two of the decade? My number two is Black Swan. Uh, Ooh. Movie, man, it just, I remember watching it. Okay, I have a story with you. <laughs> Oh, you're fine. So, I, uh, I'm a dancer, right? And I, when I was younger, I saw this on demand on my TV. It was for free on demand, okay? And I was like 10. I, I had to have been like 10 or 11. And I started watching it because I knew that it was about a ballerina. And that's all I knew. And I started watching it. And oh my God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> only halfway through. I realized I should not be watching this. And then years, <laughs> and then years later, I, um, I ended up re-watching it. Uh, and this movie's just such a great like mind fuck honestly mm. like it's like it's another one of those movies where it's like i see like a bow just on top of it because it's just such a perfect like well-rounded story yeah uh, and it's it's kind of like whiplash in a way where it's like it's so interesting to see uh how far someone will go for perfection uh even though that can never be achieved obviously but like in uh you know with miles teller and with nina uh you know that's all I think about is uh, drumming and ballet and, you know, for this part as uh, Black Swan. And it's such a great thriller, too. I, th- I don't think anybody does the sense of madness like Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> I think he does mother. it the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mother, uh, Requiem for a Dream, and this, I think this is the best work. Uh, and uh, Natalie Portman, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's like, who's in this film? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Natalie Portman, uh, she is one of my favorite performances of all time. Uh, it's kind of like two performances in one because it's very she, very different uh, <laughs> throughout the whole uh, in the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie uh, and just the physical performance too. Oh my god, I could not imagine like having to do all this ballet shit. Oh my god, no, never. But <laughs> yeah, this movie's so I love it so much. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I love this movie so much. All right, no, yeah, that, hey, that's a fair point. I haven't personally seen it myself. I know it is one I've been meaning to check out because Christian, I, I know, I know, I know. I, it's it's fine. I, it's I it's like the last one. I promise. I, I haven't seen all the way through either, but there are certain scenes that I have seen on certain websites. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! God Jesus, Jesus, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not. Oh my god, no. <laughs> but um <laughs> any user. <laughs> um, <laughs> Devin, what, what is your number two? My number two is whiplash. We've already talked about it a hey. lot. So yeah, just gonna leave it at that. It's such a near perfect movie. All right. Well, my number two is Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part Two. I did I, not expect Harry Potter to end up. I love <laughs> I love Harry Potter like so much. I reread the books every single year. It's it is it is a franchise I rewatch multiple times per year. I just I love it. Absolutely love it. And it, I was very very sad when it, when it you know it was, it was finally ending. You know, um, it it got the treatment that I wish that Star Wars Rise of Skywalker would have gotten at least like. You know, either a longer movie or a part one, part two, because there's so much to wrap up, especially with the you know franchise as big as Star Wars. But yeah, I was just I I, I loved it. Um, you know, it's it's been a story with me that um, ever since I was in my gosh uh, first grade. What? 
I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought someone had said hush or something. I was like, hmm. oh, no, I sniffed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, am I hearing things inside my mic right now? This is weird. But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 something I've always, um, you know, just loved. My uh, first grade teacher, she read us uh, Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, whichever you want to say. And uh, she would read us a chapter a day. And I was just so just and this whole like world just like intoxicated my entire imagination it was it was great absolutely loved it it, it definitely hollows part two is the perfect movie it really is i it's it's like the the embodiment of how to end a franchise to me. yeah yeah and which is very very hard to do which and you know yeah people are very you know judgmental when it comes to these um endings I and mean, Endgame was a was a perfect ending i i think as well but it, it is very hard to wrap up a, a huge franchise like this and to have everyone just talking about it years later here i am 2020 still talking about it so <laughs> um so all right so Devin, so we all gave our number two so i guess we'll do a number ones uh hannah what is your number one of the decade anyone that knows me this isn't gonna be a big surprise i had the movie tattooed uh call me by your name oh <laughs> yes that peach <laughs> yeah, the peach. Oh uh, <laughs> I I've never watched a movie that just fe feels so human and personal to me. Not in a way where it's like I can relate all that much to the film because I'm not like a teen in like the '80s uh, struggling with my sexuality. Um, <laughs> but like even then, it's like you, it's like the embodiment of a film where it just feels like you're like a fly on the wall watching uh, these two people fall in love because it's a romance film, but it's not a romance film in the way where it's like you think of like oh, we have to break up at some point in the movie for conflict, da-da-da, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Because that never happens. You genuinely just see two people fall in love. Um, and it's never, it never feels forced or, like, it never feels, like, uh, generic. It always just feels so real, and it, you feel like you're in this relationship with them because that's how, like, involved it is. Uh, and you just, you really, you really fall in love with these two characters, too, while they're falling in love with each other. And the cinematography is just beautiful. You feel like you're in Italy and you feel like you're there, like, uh, tasting food. And, like, I've never seen food that, like, I know I don't like uh, seem so delicious in a movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, for whatever reason. Like, it's just, like, I so good. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even like eggs. And, like, these, these eggs in this movie, it just, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but uh, So fluffy. <laughs> uh, Timothy Chalamet, he's so fantastic in this movie. Him and army hammer have like the perfect chemistry uh and i really two of the army best hammer. names in the game too yeah <laughs> uh army hammer i wish uh he would have gotten more recognition for his performance i know timothy chalamet got like so many nominations but army hammer was really left in the dust but he's fantastic in this movie uh, uh michael stuhlbarg too there's a fantastic monologue between uh timothy chalamet and uh michael stuhlbarg and it michael it's michael stuhlbarg who gives the monologue and it's just I have never cried harder uh, than watching this monologue between a father and his son. Uh, yeah, this movie is just perfect in every single way, and I rewatch it like twice a month. Uh, <laughs> I have it tattooed. Looks like I love this movie so much. All right, all right. Well, yeah, that's 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 beautiful. I, I and, and I know you. You know, this is one of your favorite films, and I it's I think it's still on sale. Through Apple, but I think I'll probably pick up the the uh, 
the Blu-ray at some point. I get paid tomorrow, so I might pick it up then. Because I've been meaning Ooh. to get it as well. So there's a few other things. I just constantly just keep buying freaking movies and never have time to watch them, which really, <laughs> God, it's like uh, it's like video games all over again when I was a kid. But uh, Devin, what is your number one? Number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> my number my number one has has somewhat become divisive over the years which i was very surprised by because of how it initially started but my number one is interstellar oh okay my favorite director by far i've seen all of his movies even his original like hour-long one which i i loved as well but interstellar i remember seeing it with like six or seven friends and all of us were just in the theater just crying just no shame. It just it is it such just a good movie. Out. Yeah, better than Brad Astro, you know. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this came. I don't know how it became so films. so divisive. Like, because only people are just like, oh, I hate this movie. But like, why? Yeah, it's so weird. It is very odd. Well, it's it, it's like a movie that I can look at and be like, yeah, everyone should love this. And yeah. like, there is people who like don't like it, and I'm like, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why? Why do you not like it? You should, because I don't. Score, I'll the make it. Just the oh my god, movie. so chef's kiss. <laughs> McConaughey just in the middle of the McConaissance, just putting in work. The McConaissance, I like that. I like. What that. was that movie he had with uh, Anne? Was it Anne Hathaway? It came out this year. Um, um, was that Serenity. a? Oh, I yeah, yeah. Seen it, but I've heard how insane and bad it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard the tales. <laughs> All I right, love that for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well, I'm also having on the Nolan train because my number one of the decade is Inception. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's right outside my like top ten. It just th- this movie was just such. A mind fuck to me. I'm glad we just... saved Nolan for the top. Oh, absolutely. You, you, you have to. Like, you absolutely have to. She's like, what did I put in As long as you this? appreciate the greatness. It's yeah. <laughs> all we ask. <laughs> We're Nolanites. But... <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I haven't either. I literally just like, it came to me. I don't know. But yeah, I, I loved uh, Inception. I'm a big DiCaprio fan. You got Justin Gore Levitt. And you have Ellen Pitt. Page, which uh you know she's been doing things uh she was an umbre- umbrella cat <laughs> she's been doing things. <laughs> <laughs> i mean she has and you know there's nothing wrong you know um she was on uh umbre- umbrella academy season one she's, she'll be back for season two i've always liked um her as an actor so i thought she did a really great job but yeah the whole movie it was it's it's just I, I can rewatch it over and over and never get bored. It's just It's now on Netflix, by the way. Yes, it is. It is. Um so if you haven't watched it out there, anyone listening, um definitely check it out. Definitely check out any of the movies that we've mentioned through get, our get ready for tenant. Yeah, yes. seriously get oh ready for tenant. That's my uh, second most anticipated film of the year. Yeah. I'm so excited for tenant. And, and, I love John David Washington. <laughs> he was great in uh, so The Black Klansman. Absolutely loved him. That was just, I think that was one of my favorite movies of 2018. Another like Robert Pattinson and John David Washington in the same movie. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Oh, man. The year of 2020, it's all, it's all about the doubles, man. It's, it's, all this, this, a lot of star powers are, you know, all these big films coming out and you know what else is in store for us we really don't know but um so i wanted to ask did you guys want to uh ramble off your top 10 movies of the year or did you guys want to end it i know it was getting kind of late so i just wanted to 
see what you guys were feeling. Uh, we can like go through like the top ten like real fast and just not go in order like yeah. we were doing like before. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's like, so... we can just go down our list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's totally fine. Hey, did you want to start that off with the top ten movies of the year? Yeah. Uh. All right. So my number ten is Knives Out. My number nine is Jojo Rabbit. My number eight is Paddleton. Watch Paddleton. <laughs> oh my god, nobody freaking watched it. It makes me so mad. Um, Ford v Ferrari is my number seven. My number six is Spider-Man: Far From Home. My number five is Marriage Story. My number four is Parasite. My number three is The Lighthouse. My number two is Little Women, and my number one is It Chapter Two. Oh my nice. god, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she had to throw it in there. She's like, "It's chapter two." Just, just letting you guys all know. I'm gonna... I know. I, re- I, told, I did what I told you I was gonna do. I went and rewatched Little Women, and then I went and rewatched It Chapter Two. I know. Just, I, I was really hoping Little Women would fall through, but it's all right. It's fine. It's cool. It's it's number two spot. So that's that's totally cool with me. Uh, Devin, you want to ramble off your uh, top ten movies of the year really quick? Well, let's do it. All right, number ten, Marriage Story. Number nine, Ready or Not. Number eight, Joker. Number seven, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Then six, we got John Wick three, Parabellum. <laughs> got to throw that. Uh, prepare for war in there. <laughs> no one knew what that word was until seeing the movie. Yeah, that is very true. Prepare for war. For those of you who um, don't know, number five, Booksmart. Number four, Endgame. Number three, Knives Out. Number two, Parasite. Number one, Jojo Rabbit. Ooh, oh, nice. The Jojo Rabbit love. We love to see it. I, 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 I need to rewatch that. Like that in a movie, I just like went numb when I saw her feet hanging in the air. I, well, I could. I, that I hit me so it, hard. Like, actually, like not like I did not think that was her. Like I was convincing myself that it wasn't. Like I was like, there's no way this fucking like fun movie just went to that right now. Yeah. I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah, I just <laughs> I could not believe it. I really couldn't. Such <sighs> a great moment in the film too the best moment in the film by the way yeah i i, I think the vinyl record is coming out davis is fantastic in that scene it, yeah he really is rg yates throughout the entire movie was great too his little yeah. random pop-ups <laughs> i gotta love it <laughs> i love how he has the, Choo-choo! the whole thing yeah <laughs> he like climbs to like the ranks of the entire movie it's great <laughs> it's great i absolutely love it um, but yeah, I'll give my top 10 uh, movies of the year uh, really quick. So my number 10 is Booksmart. Number nine is Joker. Number eight is Avengers Endgame. Uh, seven is Knives Out. Uh, number six is Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. <laughs> um, uh, number five is Jojo Rabbit. Number four is Little Women. Number three is Marriage Story. Number two is Honey Boy. And number one is Parasite. Yeah. yeah absolutely loved it absolutely bunk loved it yeah. yes bunk hive but <laughs> <laughs> well, um since you know since there are other categories i'm assuming probably just shouldn't get into those but i did want to uh give our audience um a little shout out because they did give a few of their top five movies of the year um no one really followed the instructions but it's fine they i mean they, they put in the top five so I'll just read off like maybe uh two or three uh lists of people who put theirs in <laughs> well one person put cats five times <laughs> oh, yeah. cats 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 um we have another one of our audience members number one was book smart for them number two was uh one cut of the dead number three was jojo rabbit four was zombie double tap and five was scary stories in the dark 
And we have another one who said that, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to read the number one. Um, number five, Polar. I've never heard of. I think that was yeah, a Netflix yeah. movie. Was it? Possibly. I think so. That's Nicholson, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> so uh, the second audience member there, number four, was uh, John Wick 3. Number three was Joker. Number two was Endgame. <laughs> and number one was Backdoor Sluts 9. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Legend of the Brown Valley. <laughs> Oh, but I, I'm assuming that I, I think that's a, a South Park reference when they're like backstore sluts nine, backstore sluts nine. How do you know about? Yeah, it, it was some random episode, and I'll just do one more here really quick. I will do. All right, so uh, this person, I'm assuming, well, they didn't really say top to bottom, but I'm just gonna say that their number five is Irishman. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, I mean, number four is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, three is Endgame. Two is uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, and number one is Joker. So we did have a few more in there, but I just wanted to ramble off a few from our audience uh, responses. So thank you for our audience for um, chiming in on your uh, favorite top five favorite movies um, of the year. And um, since it is getting kind of late, you know, I'm assuming we all want to go to bed at some point obviously um so yeah. We'll, we'll just yeah we'll just end it there i think this it was really successful um you know we had a really great time um you know going through our favorite of the decade because that's mainly the stuff i kind of wanted to get into i threw the other ones in there thinking that you know maybe maybe not but any either way maybe we'll tackle those another time we'll see but um i wanted to thank everyone for coming on uh uh, Hannah, always seriously, thank you for coming on. I think it's like the third time you've been on, I believe. Uh, I think it's my second. Seconds. Okay, that was maybe yeah. Larry. No, this Alex's third time. That's right. So yeah, it's your second time coming on. Um, seriously, uh, just want to thank you for coming on for that. And um, you know, I'm sure there will be some other topics that we want to gush about in the future and whatnot. <laughs> <For sure>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> and so co-host co-host Devin, you know, um, are are you back in the O eight still in the O H I O or are you back in China? Town. I'm going back to Chi Town on Saturday. Ooh. So in- you live in Chicago? I do. Oh my god, I live like right by Chicago. I, oh, I'm cool. from Chicago. <laughs> She's like, hi, my name is Hannah. I'm from Chicago. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get so excited whenever like I meet people. One of the I'm best not, movie not, cities. Yeah, not saying that like a lot of people aren't from Chicago, but like I get excited right. whenever I meet people who are from Chicago because I live like two hours from Chicago, and like I meet nobody in Ottawa who's from Chicago, and I'm always like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Well, yeah, I'm down here in you know, Music City, good old Nashville. It's a lot of fun, but it is what it is. Um, it's 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 a nice city. I, I think when it comes to music and film, it's pretty much half and half of what I'm actually figuring out um, um, as of right now. But um, so. Hannah, let everyone know where they can find you on Twitter. At Movies and Cats on Twitter. All right. And um, as always, you can find us at uh, Film Optics uh, on Twitter. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. Uh, you can follow my personal account if you want. Um, it's Uhlenberger7. That's E-U-L-I-N-B-E-R-G-E-R and the number seven. Again, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. 
and uh we'll see you guys in the next one i don't know what we're going to be reviewing devin are we doing 1917 or i don't know we'll figure it out i guess but uh maybe underwater but uh yeah i think that does it here <laughs> and we will see you guys uh yeah in the next one peace